Hello, and welcome to today's Practical Christian. My name is Nicole Lynn. And today I'd like to talk about, um, I was reading this little a booklet I found um, by Eugene E. Patterson, the one that wrote the Message Bible. And this is called The Message of Hope. And I just love these little, finding these little booklets because they pack so much, you know, in them, in a little booklet, and it's just so heartwarming to, you know, get a hold of them. You've heard me uh, talk about the Daily Bread, which is a little booklet that they send out quarterly. And the stories are so, um, so to the point of humanity. I just love them. Well, this one is, I opened it to page five, and it talks about uh, the Gospel of Mark. And what he says is, Mark wastes no time getting to the point. He makes the point from the first sentence to the last, no detours. Mark, a first century Christian, wants everyone to know that an event has taken place that radically changes the way we look at the world and, at, and the way we live in the world. He can't wait to tell us about it, and we can feel his excitement in every sentence he writes. The message he speaks is one of great hope. God is here, and he is on our side. Mark understands that religion is easily manipulated and distorted into false religion. That worship of the God with a big G can easily become worship of a God, small g, and finally worshiping many gods. So Mark clearly, in a hurry to tell, in a, in a hurry to tell us that the God is here right now on our side and actively seeking to help us in the way we most need help. Mark wants us to understand that what happened in birth, life, and death, and the resurrection of Jesus is the the event that reveals the truth of God to us. And I like how they put that where it says, where um, Eugene E. Patterson puts, Mark understands that religion can be, can, well, excuse me, tongue-tied today. Mark understands that religion is easily manipulated and distorted into false religion. And I I was listening to um, an excerpt that uh, evangelist Beth Moore had, had released about this fascination with Trumpism and how a lot of evangelical Christian leaders are leading their flocks astray. And it's very disturbing to me that in this day and age, these conspiracy theories that you know in the depths of your heart is absolutely false and wrong. And you know that the Bible clearly says not to lie. It's a commandment. It says, thou shalt not bear false witness. I don't... I, when I first heard about this stuff, I, 
immediately thought this is the Antichrist. This is absolutely the Antichrist. I'm not calling Trump it. I'm just saying what's going on with these falsehoods and conspiracy theories and everybody just doing whatever they feel like doing and labeling it Christianity. It it really upsets me. But then God, I look, I I think, I, you know, when God told me I'm I'm bigger than all this. I can take it, Nicole. It's not for you to get upset at, and I I get that. But it's like when you love somebody and somebody attacks or distorts the name of somebody you love, you go on the defense and want to attack back. But here's the deal: if we don't get on the right track of believing in truth and honesty, hell is going to be extremely overpopulated. I hate saying that, but the way things are going, it's just like, okay, I don't get to determine who goes to heaven or hell. That's God. But God judges the the heart of a man. And if your heart is in despair, in a deceptive mode, deceiving mode, and you're twisting and distorting truth, not only do you mess up your own life and you think you're getting away with it, but you leave lasting curses on your, that's what's called generational curses. That's why you live right where you are, doing the right thing so that your generations after you your seed after you don't have to pay the price that for your stupidity. But I'm going to leave it at that. But the thing I get so, it just so, I'm sure I'm not the only one. As I listen to Beth Moore, I, I applaud her for what she said. If you're, if you're a leader, you are responsible for your flock. You are responsible for your flock. But, you know, we live in this day and age and it's, and we kept thinking there was the end of days 20 and 30 years ago. But imagine what they would have saw what we living through now. I don't, I just don't know. I don't, I don't get how you can be so far from truth and call it truth. Like he said right here. When he talked about truth, I'm going to try to find it right here. Um, The distorted into false religion. And you become worshiping many gods. We, We do that. We, I don't, everything we see, we worship football teams. We worship people. We worship things and material things. And those are gods and you know, I did a podcast on there. There should not be a, a God before him. That includes our own intellect and how we think. Because that's what's getting us. It always, always gotten us in trouble since Adam and Eve. We rely on our own intellect. And God says, you know what? I created you with free will. But I'm the supreme being. And I'm the one that knows the beginning from the end. But Lord, I pray that your mighty hand be upon this country, upon these people that are distorting truth. 
Lord, I ask that your guiding hand be upon this country. And that for once we can become great. And respect each other and love each other. And not try to correct and fix someone else's life. And not and leave our own lives in disarray. That we focus on our own journey instead of being in everybody else's journey. Trying to direct and lead. May we come to truth in you, Lord God. You're the mighty God. You're the alpha. The beginning and the end. Lord, I give you all the glory and all the praise. And I give you all the respect for being God Almighty. And may your hand be upon this country so that we may come to a point of giving you that respect of being the creator of the created. That we get it out of our minds that we are the creators. You are the creators. Or you are the one that created us. We don't get to make up who you are. Lord, I give you all the honor and all the glory on this day. As the week we, we look forward to celebrating the birth of Jesus. Though we've distorted it into a commercialized event, the message is still true. The message where it says that Mark wants us to understand what happened in the birth, the life, death, and ultimately the resurrection of Jesus, the event that reveals the truth of you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for being the God you are. Amen and amen.